Hello. We are recording this at 4 o'clock, the day before the 77th annual Golden Globe Awards is set to take place. It'll air at 8 o'clock on the East Coast, that's not us, the West Coast, on NBC, hosted by Ricky Gervais. And we're actually going to split this podcast into two parts. This is our traditional podcast. We're going to split it up into television and film. This is the television episode, but real quick, David, and I wanted to get your thoughts on mm-hmm. Ricky Gervais hosting for the fifth time. The last time he hosted was in 2016. You did I, not d- I did not watch it, no. No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. So um, what, what are your thoughts on it? A lot of thing pieces have come out within the last week or so about uh, a lot of them not a lot of people looking forward to Gervais hosting for a fifth time. I am, because he's just such a funny person. But the fact that they've let him on again is kind of astonishing. Even though astonishing. he's been hosting for three years. And you look at the promos, the marketing that they did was, as usual, we have no idea what he's going to do. Anything can happen. It seems as though they're really banking on that whole Maybe that's the reason why, just because he's so unpredictable. Who knows what he's going to say? Who knows who he's going to attack next? You never know. He could say something offensive. We don't know. We don't know. You better tune in to watch. Don't watch the highlights online. I will say that is a good marketing thing. I guess. It, it, they really went into that. Like with the Oscars after award date. And they oh, yeah. went into what's going to happen this time around. Same thing. Who we knows? said it was one movie. But it wasn't, yeah. so anything could happen. Anything could happen. It's just, it's interesting how many people, because at first, I, w- I think I'll, some people are disappointed because it seemed like they were going to lose heads with the Simmons-Hillman people that last year when Tony Collette and Andy Samberg hosted, and I was like, oh, what's what's going on here with these movies? It, really, it was a really weird duo. It was a really weird duo, but I think that's what everyone was Expecting. Wondering. Yeah, I think that's what got everyone excited, was that it was these two wonderful people and they were both hosting together and so i thought i think that that's what everyone thought that they were going in now and i also think it's the fact that the latest entry of the oscars and emmys we've gotten have gone hostless the sag awards which are in a couple weeks have gone hostless and then basically i think this year's oscars too are going to be hostless i would assume so because it did work it did work so the fact that this is the only show, award show that we get with the host, this is not surprising for me because the Hollywood Foreign Press Association is a very, and you've seen it, and you've not seen it, it's very, very different. Well, they they do have a standard of Hollywood. They do follow the old standard of Hollywood. Yeah. One of those, I think, being that an award show is supposed to have a host. And so I don't think we'll ever see this show not have a host before. It's just how far down the list are they going to get? Like, are we going to mm-hmm. end up with Ken Jeong next year as a host? Oh, God. God help us if that <laughs> is the case. Fine. We don't have so we don't have anything against him. I don't. I don't. But Fox is saying we're not going to have him. Yeah. All right. So this is our television. All This episode is just going to be our predictions for the television awards, the 25 awards. take a breath with the listeners. Best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a series or mid-series of motion picture, major television. Breathe, Connor. Breathe. Have to shorten your breath. 
Supporting actor for film, I think, is best performance by an actor in a supporting role. And I don't know why they didn't do that. Yeah, so I don't know why they didn't do best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a film. I don't know. Or at least take out the motion picture department and throw in supporting <laughs> No one understands this. The nominees, Alan Arkin, The Kaminsky Method, Kieran Culkin, Succession, Andrew Scott, Fleabag, Stellan Skarsgård, Chernobyl, and Henry Winkler. Barry, is this Andrew Scott's Golden Globe to lose? I, mm, I think his only competition is Henry Winkler. I was going to go the opposite way. I think his only competition is Andrew Scott. Because oh. basically everyone said the two best shows of last year were Succession and Fleabag. And I think Fleabag is going to dominate the show award for the most best shows. But Arkin, Culkin, Winkler, they were all nominated last year. They all have the potential to be nominated again next year. All of those shows were renewed for a third season. Um, there's been no evidence so far that the Golden Globes are going to like Barry. So yeah. I don't think they're a hater of Jim's spoiler. I don't think Jim should be in this category either. Oh. So I do, but I think the fact that Andrew Scott is never going to get nominated again for Fleabag <laughs> and the fact that Fleabag was the most dominant that night, I Yeah, my second choice would, I'm just going to stick with Henry Winkler, but my first choice is Andrew Scott. For Fleabag. He's going to go on the winner of Hands Over last year, but Andrew Scott wasn't even nominated. He wasn't even nominated for now, yeah. So we'll see if Andrew Scott can make it this year. I'm hoping, because he deserves it. He does. He He was so great in it. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in the series, limited series, and motion picture musical television. This one's a little harder. Patricia Arquette, The Act, Helen Bottom Carter, The Crown, Tony Collette, Unbelievable, Meryl Streep, The Little Lies, and Emily Watson, The Hunger Games. This one's a little harder because I just feel we're only assigning Andrew that he yeah. deserves it. Patricia Arquette won the Emmy for Supporting Actress in a Limited Series, um, but she was not nominated. I, I don't even know. It took me a while. I think I'm going to go with Meryl Streep because she was good in Big Little Lies. She was actually the savior of season two, so maybe she can suffer for the failure of season two. I, but I could see a world in which Andrew gets nominated. Yeah. And Tony Collette gets nominated. And then Patricia Arquette, she's like the crown to dominate series. I'm just going to go with Patricia Arquette because, you know, she won the Emmy she and she does seem to be like the front runner and so she far. Did get a SAG nomination she did. Yeah. So I think that it's leaning a little more towards her direction. I do agree that they love Meryl Streep, but I'm just seeing Patricia Arquette a little more. Uh, best, best performance by an actress in a limited series in motion picture musical television. Caitlin Deaver, unbelievable. Joey Keene, The Act. Helen Mirren, Catherine the Great, Marriott Weaver, Unbelievable, The Writers, and Emily Watson, The Little Lies, and Meryl Streep, It's tough because, um... Well, Michelle Williams won lead actress. She won, yes. So, so like, I'm leaning a little more towards there, but the girl from Unbelievable does have a chance. Yeah. Who is also... Weaver in Marriott Weaver. The one who's in Booksmart. Yeah. 
Yeah, her. I think she also has a really big chance too. So I don't really know. So Michelle Williams only went up against Billy Jean. Yeah. Um, I actually think it's going to be Mary Hoover for Unbelievable. Yeah. She played the detective who was uh, trying to get Peter Weir's wife killed. Um, it is a situation where I feel like think we're seeing Michelle a little more than Peter than Peter was because there after that first episode it did kind of become her show I think and I do think that her performance while Caitlin Deaver was incredible Michelle I think her performance was just a little more important to the show and uh, I, I do think it's better than the other names I've listed but Michelle Williams is still there yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say her because of that You're gonna say her. I'm gonna say Michelle Williams um, best performance by an actor in a musical musical. Christopher Abbott, Catch a Twenty Two, Sasha Baron Cohen, The Spy, Russell Crowe, The Loudest Voice, Spirit Harris, Chernobyl, Sam Rockwell, Fast and Furious. Now this is tough because the person who won the Emmy was not was not wasn't nominated. Jerome so won the Emmy for Best Supporting Actor. Here, you you can answer this one. I don't. I honestly can't. I, I think d- you can take out Christopher Abbott. Yeah, I don't think that I, I don't think I was gonna I say that. I don't think so. Even though I am leaning towards this was a hard one for me originally because I thought Emmy nominees were Christopher Abbott and Peter Weir, but I'm gonna lean towards more towards Russell Crowe for the Yeah, I was gonna say that everything the Golden Globe love. He's a well respected actor. He's playing a figure in the media, a historical figure, and he gave a great performance. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. That's everything he does, I feel like, as an actor. He, he checked off every box that yeah. they could ever need. So, do you have a dark horse that someone might, like, go, okay, this person is really going to win this? Or could you see that at anyone? I could see it about any one of them, in all honesty. I could see, yeah. I, I don't think I can see it with Sasha Baron Cohen for The Spy, but I could see it with Peter Weir for Catch a Twenty Two. Who I, like, was just fine. I thought was going to win everything. Yeah. Now that I have him win the Emmy, I don't have any faith. You don't have faith. I don't have faith in him winning it. I could see him winning it or Sam Rockwell, but he's our closest that I can see him winning it. Yeah, I'm going to go with him, too. It's anyone's game. It is, yeah. It is anyone's game. Is that so far so accurate, or would you like to add anything? So far, I would say. Um, Best television limited series or most influential television? Well, all these are limited series. Catch-22, Chernobyl, Fosse Verdon, The Loudest Voice. Unbelievable. Chernobyl won the Emmy, but is only up against Fosse Verdon. And, well, I guess, and Catch-22, but these are two limited series. Yeah. So, this is going to be interesting if we see anything kind of up very early in the night. Especially if, I think, Tony Collette wins for Unbelievable. I think that would be a big deal that Unbelievable is going to end up winning. Um, I I could see any. Because I, I'm gonna say just Chernobyl. It's very. This is, I think, that one of the tougher categories of television. But I'm just gonna say Chernobyl, because it won so many things. It won. It did win quite a lot. But, I mean, it's a toss up. So really. Tony Collette, or even like Mary Weaver or Caitlin Deaver wins Unbelievable. I feel like Tony Collette might have that. It might, yeah. And if like. If they both win, yeah. then yeah, yeah I mean, then, then definitely. Um, 
I'm gonna say I'll stick with Chernobyl, the because safe choice, I, I guess. I personally do like Unbelievable more than Chernobyl. I know it's hard to pick just because it's like such a different thing and such a different setting, but I am kind of torn on which I would pick. Because it is kind of a different thing, but it's also kind of a different setting. But I think I liked Unbelievable more, and I think it's just more interesting. I think it's just more interesting. Okay. Alright, moving over to comedy. Best performance by an actor television series, comedy, or musical. The nominees, Michael Douglas, The Pharmacy Method, Bill Hader, Barry, Ben Platt, Politician, <laughs> Paul Rudd, Living with Yourself, Rami Yusuf, I think it's, I think it's Hader. Well, him or Doug, oh, that is tough. So I Michael forgot Douglas that he won, won last, year. last year. Yeah. Won this last year. Bill Hader won Emmy for Acting. Yeah, you. Oh, you him. did. Um, I don't know how Paul Rudd won last year. I won't get into it too much about the Pharmacy Method, but it's kind of one of those things that I think is kind of underrated. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Paul Rudd for Pharmacy Method. Really? Because the Golden Globes have been notoriously known for not awarding the same people the same way. Now that's not really. Like we saw last year, Richard Madden won actor in a drama for Pharmacy Method, and even and even Michael Douglas won actor in a drama, even though he won Emmy. So, I I do think Barry will be one of those shows that that HBO recognizes, but doesn't necessarily get enough recognition too because he hasn't okay. been recognized the past two years. That's why I'm saying I think he'll win because he's won and two that's years why straight. I mean, just when it comes to television, you cannot simply award the I mean, you look actress Anna Rodriguez won for Twentieth of December. Rachel Bloom won for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Casey Alex Ross for Blackish. All these people over Julia Louis Dreyfus will be nominated. So that's and I think out of the I think out of the three, Paul Rudd would be the better performance. I really like Paul Rudd in Living with Yourself. The only dark horse I could see is Ben Platt for The Politician. Because whenever there's a new show that gets so many nominations in the comedy category, which I think this year is the Pharmacy Method, and you have a boring Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, that worries me because it's yeah. going to nominate. I'm going to say Paul Rudd for Living With Yourself, his first Golden Globe nomination. Oh, you told me that, and I was surprised. Okay, good. But you have Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Christina Applegate, Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Kirsten Dunst, Unbecoming and Dying, Central Florida, Natasha Leon, Russian Doll, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Fleetwood Mac. Rachel Brosnahan has won this the past two years in yes. a row. But I think but it'll, yeah. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge went home with the Emmy along with two other nominees. And I do not see a world in which she doesn't win this one. I could see it. But I, I'm going to say Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Who's the dark horse? Probably Rachel Brosnahan. I could see Christina Applegate being the dark horse. Okay. I could see her um, newcomer first season 
but I think yes, this is one basically for like Um, which leads us to best television series, comedy, or musical. Barry, Fleabag, The Kaminsky Method, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, The Politicians. There it <laughs> is again, getting the big two nominees. That's why I cared here. That's why I'm worried. But I will vote. I will vote. I'm also choosing Fleabag. Kaminsky Method won last year. I don't see it winning again this year. I even think Hot Take. Yeah. I think season three of No. No, I don't agree with that. I I respect your opinion, but I do not agree. I did not think that you were going to agree with that. That's why I said hot take. I don't agree with that. I love you, but I don't agree. It was like hot take. Yes, I am going to pick Fleabag for the fact. No, never mind. Okay. Uh, best performance by an actor in a television series drama: Brian Cox, Succession; Richard Harriman, Game of Thrones; Rami Malek, Mr. Robot; Five Mainz, Family; and Billy Porter. Oh, a little harder of a category here. Yeah. Billy Porter took home the Emmy for lead actor in a drama. Very surprising too. Very surprising. Yeah. Some maybe I was hoping. It. Maybe I was hoping. Maybe I'm just saying that because I really wanted Jason Bateman win, but he did end up winning directing, which was nice. He did end up going for directing. Um, I want to say Billy Porter again, but when The Crown's first season came to the Globes, John Lithgow won for actor, so therefore I won for actress Joe Harrison. And this is basically a rebirth of the I think I'm going to go with Tobias Mike. Okay. Can we just agree, like, kind of take out Rami Malek? Like, I he has, like, the least chance? Well, I actually think Chris Evans has the least chance. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. Because he's the only one who's nominated for It's very weird. I've not heard any criticism of him for being nominated for Best Actor in a Drama. So it's a little bit surprising. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't think he's going to win. He hasn't ever won for Best Actor in a Drama. So I think he's going to win. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Tobias Mike. Are you going with Billy Porter? Yeah, I'll just stick with him. Okay. Also, I Brian Cox didn't surprise me either. Did you go? I remember a couple years ago, Billy Cox had a Critics Round for Joanna, which was one of the best shows that we had watched. <laughs> they did like people in the table had to watch it, and he was a well-respected actor, so that's why I thought Succession was going to win for him. But I Performance by an actress in a television series drama. Here we go. Oh boy. And this is, I think, one of the toughest categories. Jennifer Aniston, The Morning Show. Olivia Coleman, The Crown. Jodie Comer, Killing Eve. Nicole Kidman, Big Little Lies. Reese Witherspoon, The Parasite. Can we get some grace on what an all star? That was amazing. That's like that the best category. Like, those are five of the best actresses worth an entire bracket, and they're all going to be. I don't think I can. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Olivia Coleman gave the best performance of any of those people yes. in The Crown. And I'm thinking that she definitely will win for Lead Actress in a Drama. But 
little voice in the back of my head that's telling me. I know. That's what's going on with me. I for some I hate to say it, but I don't think Jody Holmes is gonna win. No, she I did hate win to say the it. Emmys, but I don't think it's gonna go very odd that they didn't nominate her for any of the other two. I know. It only took the Emmys to nominate her once and have her win to be like, forget Sandra O, oh, let's just nominate her. Yeah, yeah. She won it, was, it was really weird. Um, the reason I do say Jennifer Aniston a little bit is because Hollywood film festival groups they have the tendency to reward not necessarily the actor who gave the best performance, but the actor who did have the bigger performance. And I think the whole storyline around Jennifer Aniston's big return to television and it's Apple TV Plus and it's their first big show and she's with Reese Witherspoon. That is the bigger storyline than Olivia Coleman coming off the Oscar and playing Queen Elizabeth in The Crown. But I I just I'm gonna go with Olivia Coleman. I'm not a hundred percent positive. I could see a world in which Jennifer Aniston does one, but I'm yes. going to have Olivia Olivia I'm Coleman. I'm totally not gonna be surprised if yeah. Jennifer Aniston wins. Nor mad. Nor mad, nor am I going to be upset if she wins. Um I wouldn't be upset if Jennifer Aniston won. I'd be very shocked if Meryl Streep won. Um, Alright, best television series drama. Big Little Lies, The Crown, Killing Eve, The Morning Show, and Succession. Goodness gracious, I don't know. This is a hard one. Because like I said, a lot of people called Succession last last year. It was either Fleabag or Succession for the first episode of 2019. The Crown has won. It won its first first season, as I said. Big Little Lies won when it was considered the number two season. I don't. I don't. You have the Morning Show, which you know is just is probably one of the most talked about shows because it's big. It's Apple TV Plus content versus Big Little Lies. I don't think I can pick one. I'm gonna pick Succession for that You're not gonna pick up the Morning I, I, Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure whatsoever. Okay. Well, that was all the television nominees. Um. Be sure to listen to the second part of our 2020 Golden Globes predictions, which is film. So, don't go and do something else. Listen to us. Listen We're to awesome. Us. Why would yeah, you want to do anything straight else? Into the next video. Or I guess it's. It's not a video. You can't see anything. Goodness gracious. Sorry. This is why it's so difficult to work with you. I know.